Hey, y'all, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. I'm so excited you're here today. If this is your first time here, welcome. We've been discussing what it means to really be real. And if you were here with me last week, you know that we talked about looking for opportunities to be a real friend to someone. Y'all, I loved hearing from you guys. And I want to share some of the stories that you sent in. But before I do, let me just say this, that these are not my stories to tell. So I'm going to leave out details. But I just wanted y'all to be able to celebrate with me and some of the things that God's doing. Uh, someone reached out and said that they reconnected with a friend that they hadn't talked to in quite a while. I just, I love that. Someone emailed in and said they struck up a conversation at the grocery store with someone they didn't even know and was just very intentional in having a conversation. Y'all, this is so good. And then one more I'd like to share. Um, someone said they received a sweet card in the mail and they were so appreciative of this. Now, y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I love getting snail mail. I mean, who doesn't love to go to their mailbox and find a sweet card that someone took the time to handwrite about you and to you? Y'all, these are so good. Y'all keep looking for those opportunities and keep seeking Him as you go. And y'all, please keep sharing your stories. I love them. Today, we'll be discussing why we're not real and what prevents us from being real. Did y'all notice that I said discuss? Y'all, I have a special treat for you today. I thought it'd be fun to have one of my very dear friends on with me. She is absolutely amazing. She's someone I know that I can always count on to point me to Jesus. And she wears many, many, many hats. And when I start naming all these, I'm sure I'm going to leave one out, but uh, she has many titles. She's a wife. She's a mom. She's a pastor, a sister, a friend. And just recently, she became lovey to two sweet little grands. Y'all, it is my true honor to introduce to you one of my very dear friends, Miss Tracy Hughley. Tracy, I'm so glad you've taken time to come out today and um, and share with us. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. This is such a blessing. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, good. So let's just start off real quick. How did we meet? Oh, well, it was kind of a really neat time. Uh, I was Main Street Director for Amory Main Street, and I think it was... Uh, I think the very first time I remember meeting you was when we met to plan Trent's um, homecoming for American Idol. Right, exactly. And let me tell you something. As we've talked about before, there were no glitches at all. God just blessed that whole entire yes. event. You were, you were the go-to lady. Like the American Idol producers relayed to me, I relayed to you, and you just made everything happen. And it, it was, was so fun. It was so much fun. It really was. Um, I can say honestly that you have, you've always been that person that I knew that I wanted to be like because. When I see you, I see Jesus. I that really is do. So kind. Thank you for saying that. That is, that is truly like one of those things that you just aspire for, you know. And 
it means so much to hear you say that. And I appreciate that. Thank you good, so much. Good, 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 good. Um, I'll tell you what, before we get started, um, let's do something a little bit of fun. Are you up some rap? Uh, are you up for some rapid fire questions? Okay, I'll try. Okay. All right. You ready? Okay. Okay, here we go. All right. What's the one article of makeup you'd never leave the house without? Eyeliner. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> Same here. If you were on a deserted island, what three things would you want to have with you on that island? Oh, I love this. Um I, I definitely would need and absolutely have to have my Bible. Um, I would want a pillow and ice. Good deal. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. I think I know the answer to this one, but let's see how it goes. Okay. You ready? Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. I knew that. <laughs> I have been on too many trips with you, girl. Yeah. Sunset <laughs> all day. I knew that. Okay. Next one. What scares you, Tracy Hughley? Ooh. Okay, I would say in the natural, a snake. Um, in the spiritual realm, I would say um, having a lost family member. Wow, that's good. That is so good. Okay, a couple more. What are three words to describe yourself? Uh, silly. Um, um, uh, I'm not a quitter, so I don't know what True. word I would want. For that, but um, and then the other word I would hope would just be always loyal. Gotcha. Yeah, those are definitely true of you for sure. Okay, one more. What's the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them for the first time? Attitude. Good. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I've always heard. You know, your attitude is what determines your altitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. That was fun. That was so much fun. Okay, let's get started. Um. Tracy, we've been talking about being real and what it really means to be real. So when you think of someone being real, what are those qualities in your opinion? I think if someone can just be authentically their self, good, bad, no matter what. So if you can just, you know, if you can just be who you really are, don't try to put on airs, but also, you know, like if you're going through something, just, just let that you know, let that right. be seen. So just just be authentically yourself. Right. And own it. Own your problems. Mm-hmm. Own your uh, mistakes. Own your vulnerability. Yes. I, I would say like some of the biggest problems that I've had in my life, I was able to kind of be open about it, especially like with other ladies that I'm friends with, or I even, I wasn't even that close to them, but I would be on a trip, like a ladies trip. And I'm telling you, they counseled me through some of the biggest things of my life. And I look back and I think, I don't talk about that anymore. I think I talked it out with them and they were able to really help me get through that. Gotcha. That is so good. Okay. Well, tell me this. What do you think prevents us from being real what holds us back i i definitely think that it's that fear of being judged and right. you feel like you know we are comparing ourselves way too much um because i can only see like certain things about other people and a lot of times people aren't being fake by holding it in but they're just trying to hold it together right. because they're afraid if i let this out I'm going to fall to pieces. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. That is so good. And I think we've all at one time uh, in our life, we've been there probably. Right. Exactly. And I will just say this, that um, that 
group of ladies you were talking about, man, that's where it happens. It really does. When we can get in a group of women that we trust and just share. I know in small group, I found that whenever I'm with other ladies, I realize that I'm not the only one who has that problem. And it's, we're not meant to do life alone. Like we say at church, we're not. So, um, During the last episode, we talked about um, our vulnerability and how it's scary to you know put ourselves out there and be vulnerable. And being vulnerable hurts. I mean, yes. it can cause pain. Uh, but we know that Jesus is our rescuer, and he knows that He's there when we do get hurt. And you know, Scripture says that it's not if we get hurt; it's when we get hurt. Mm-hmm. And um, we know, we just know that He is our rescuer during that. So, let me ask you this. And I think I know the answer to this. Um, have you ever been hurt by someone? No, oh, yes. Yes. Deeply and many times. Right. We all have. It's mm-hmm. just part of life. It mm-hmm. is. So let me ask you this. How did you get through hurt and how do you cope with hurt now? You know, I got hurt really um, in a big way. And I think most people are going to experience a lot of little hurts, but there'll be those times come along where it was devastating. Right. And I remember one time in particular that I'm going to say it was, it felt like a death. It was just one of the biggest hurts I've ever been through. And I'll, I'll be honest. It took me a while, like a couple of years, even to fully process through it. But you know, I feel like the main thing I had to do was just keep uh, praying and I prayed for that person and I just had to keep forgiving. I could not let myself continue to um, keep dredging it up and, and, and I had to be careful who I talked to because if you talk to the wrong person, they're going to keep you stirred up. That's right. So it helped me to, to finally discipline myself to stop telling the wrong people and to just, when I felt like I had to talk about it, that I talked about it to someone that I knew was going to help me and not keep petting me in the situation. That's good. That is so good. And I think that's why I love you so much because um, you always point me to Jesus. And even though, excuse me, even though advice that you give me might hurt, um, you still give it to me because you love the Lord and you know um, that I do as well. But sometimes the truth does hurt. And yeah. like you said, we have to stop wanting to be petted and face um, what we need to do to get on the other side of that hurt. Right. So, And the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Exactly. And so when you're going to sharpen a piece of steel, you have to go get another piece of steel to sharpen that. Right. And so if you keep going to someone who is not going to do that, then you are, you're really setting yourself up you sure to are. stay in that hurt longer. Whereas, you can hurt that way, or you can hurt just a little bit by letting a friend tell you the truth. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's so good. Mm. Uh, okay. For the next question, I just want to say this. I don't want to assume that everyone listening has a walk with the Lord, but I'm so interested to know your answer to this question. What advice would you give someone who's struggling in their world? excuse me, in their walk with the Lord right now? If someone is listening and they, they are not 
you know, depending on the Lord for everything, then I just I just encourage you to um, give him a real chance. Sometimes we think we've given the Lord a chance because we've been to church or because we've read our Bible a couple of times. But to really give the Lord a chance, we need to fully fully commit. And that kind that's not hard. Right. It's not anything hard. It's it's just that we are willing to surrender our wants and our our regular habits. So I would say, you know, just like really take the time to try to get to know him because I'm telling you, I would not want to face one day, one hurt, one situation. I wouldn't want to raise kids without knowing him. And so just, I would, I, I think that's answering your question, but it I is. think, I think just, I would really, really, and, and honestly, you're going to need to get around some people. Exactly. When Greg and I first got in church, I will forever be grateful for another couple that took us and spent time with us. And when they would say things, I would say, I don't know what you're talking about. I I literally didn't know what that meant, you know? (laughs) And so I'd say, I don't know what you're talking about. And they would point me back to the Bible. Right. And it would just be like a principle. And I didn't know what that meant, but they would show me. And so it's very, very helpful to get with another couple that's not in the same place as you. It's not going to do you much good to get with another couple that's really in the same place with you. Right. That's, that's beneficial in some areas. But in the area of getting to know the Lord, you need to get with a couple that um, or a person, you know, right. that that is further along than you are and that you truly want to be like. Because um, if they're gossiping and they're somebody that kind of backbites and, and they're always down in the mouth and they're constantly negative. That's not who you want to go and and seek out. So find someone that's, that is really, um, you know, doing things, um, kind of, or not kind of, but doing things in a way that you're like, wow, they look like they're really, they're handling that. Exactly. And again, we're not meant to do life alone. And so building those relationships makes all the difference in the world and finding those people that will point us to Jesus just in our everyday life, how we live, what we do, where we go. um, That can just make all the difference in the world, just surrounding ourselves with people um, pointing us to Jesus. That's so good. Mm, I'm going to write that one down. Well, you know, in saying that different personalities, really, sometimes you'll think, oh, I don't want to be around that person or that person. I don't really click. That might be the very person Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be around. So don't, don't tune people out too quick. Right. That is it. That's good too. Oh yeah. So, okay. Now, um, I know you're a pastor's wife, um, but correct me if I'm wrong. You have hard seasons too, right? Oh yes. Right. Absolutely. So have you ever found yourself in a dry season with the Lord? And if so, how did you pull out of that dry season? What did you do to get out of that? Well, I've definitely been in many dry seasons, just like everybody else. And, you know, the main thing I feel like looking back, sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize what you're doing, but just being consistent, keep going to church. That is definitely not when you need to miss. That's right. And of course, I don't, I, I wasn't missing because, you know, it was it, my husband's preaching and he kind of expects me to be there. But yeah, um, for sure, <laughs> I mean, Greg, I'm not coming today. <laughs> I, 
life doesn't work like that. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be okay with that. But, you know, I think just being consistent and, and you know, you don't want to read your Bible and you don't want to, you know, continue to do what, go to small group. You want to take that dry season off. That is absolutely the worst mistake you could make. Right. Because, um, You've got to get in there, get around other people. Corporate worship is bigger than anybody realizes. Mm. When you're in church, there are absolutely, you may feel like you don't really have the strength to worship, but even more people worshiping around you, you get splashed. It's kind of what I think. Right. You know? That's good. And so you need to go on to church and you need to just be consistent. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Right. Yeah. I know that in my walk, when I've had dry seasons, I just have to cry out and just say, Lord, you know, I, I just have to be honest and say, Lord, I don't really want to read my Bible. Yes. Lord, you help me. Give me that desire, Lord. Help me to, you know, to get myself up and go to small group and get myself up and uh, do those things that I need. I know that I need to do. So that is so good. For those of you that don't know Tracy personally, y'all, she really is the real deal. And um, I have experienced this multiple times with her. And so right now, Tracy, I just want to just share something that's on my heart that the Lord's brought to my mind just earlier today. Back about a year ago, we have um, a program at our church at Forward Church Amory. It's called Infuse. And Infuse is when you are implemented into the worship team. In other words, we meet every Monday night and we work on um, acclimating to being on the praise team. So the first night I show up and I was, let me just say this, y'all, I was a very, very hot mess. It was devastating to me. Y'all, I've been singing all my life and I didn't know what a pack was and all these chords and in-ears and it was it was just horrible. I I I, I was just I'm just gonna say it again. I was devastated, and I went home and I cried and cried, and then I started playing the blame game. And in my mind, I was thinking, you know, if they had done this, or if they had done that, or they should change this this way or, or that way. And um, it was just a really really hard time for me. And I think it was about two days later, this lady right here showed up on my doorstep. And, you know, she came in and we talked and she told me, you know, that I think she, I remember saying, you know, that she loved me. She knew I was hurting, but it really wasn't so much what she said. It was what she didn't say. Y'all, she didn't. She didn't condemn me. She didn't shame me or embarrass me. She and along with the others on the team just showed me so much grace, grace like I had never shown before that I'd really never been given before. And I just, man, I learned so much from that. And I'm still learning from, um, from that experience. Um, so I just want to just say, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, um, being there for me and helping me through that. Now, you may be saying, why are you why are you saying all this? Here's my question. Why? Why did I do that? Why did I play the blame game? Why didn't why was it so hard for me to admit I can't do this? This is hard. Why do we do that, Tracy? I I think that that is such a good question because I think so many of us do that. We all, 
we want to find somebody to blame when something is hard for us. And I love, I love that you shared this because this is, this is really what people go through. This is exactly why people quit church. This is why people won't get involved. This is, they're always, we always find somebody that is responsible when we need to just step up right. and take the responsibility. And you did that. And now you're on the praise team and you oh. do great. Oh, and it's, no. it's just so fun to just see where you came from and how it was, you know, it was a struggle to get into this new, because it was a lot of new things thrown at you all at once. Exactly. And you did so good um, because you didn't get stuck. And one reason you didn't get stuck is because you let people come around you. You know, that's another thing is there may be people all around and you just don't, you know, a lot of, a lot of us don't let people in. So you have to let people in and you have to make yourself available. Um, you have to go places and meet people. You have to go to small group. You have to go to church. You have to hang out after church. If you get up and run out the doors after church, then, you know, it's hard to make friends. Um, people want to be there. And, um, I think it was so huge that you shared that because you did allow people to come around you. And you didn't continue to blame. Right. And I'm not going to I'm not going to play a game and, you know, say that it was say that it was easy. Uh, Infuse was hard. And can I just say this? It still is. I still get so nervous. Uh, It still is a struggle for me. But, um, you know, I've always heard all my life, you know, it's not so much what you say, it's what you don't say. And the Lord really taught me that. And I'm, I'm trying to learn that myself when I go to a friend that, you know, maybe just needs someone to just listen to them. That day that you came to me, it really wasn't what you say. And I really don't remember a lot about what you said. I think you just let me talk. <laughs> uh, but it was what you didn't say. And it's what everybody else didn't say. They were just there and helped me. And, um, we worked through it, and it is what it is, and I thank God for it. And um, Tracy, I just I cannot thank you enough for for being here today. I have enjoyed every second of this. I love you. I appreciate you a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And to our listeners, thank you for being here. I love you all as well, and I'm praying for each of you. And um, as we wrap up today, Tracy, would you close us out in prayer, please? Absolutely. And um, I love you too, Cindy. You are a blessing. And so many people in our community are um, blessed to have you as a a good friend to them. And um, so let's pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you so humbly, so thankful that you care about us and you care about every little thing we're going through. And Lord, I thank you that today we can, we can, embrace everything that we're going through because you're going to use it for our good. Lord, even the hard times, Lord, we just ask for you to just reach out and help every listener, every person that is sitting there today and they don't have that friend. They don't have that friend yet. Lord, I ask, Lord, for you to let their path cross with someone that would 
step up in their life, Lord. And there are people listening that need to step up in the lives of others. And I just pray that if you're one of those people that you do read your Bible and you you want to be there for other people, you just don't know who, I pray that you'll just step up and ask the Lord to show you someone that you can start encouraging and being there for them. And we thank you, God, because you have lots of things that you want to do through all of us. And we just open ourselves up to do it. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at realwalk underscore podcast and on Facebook at realwalk22. And you can always reach me at my email, realwalk22 at gmail.com. See y'all next time.